Oh, hey, you okay? Some damn enchiladas. Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 119. We took last week off. We're back this week though. Mm-hmm. We're hitting 120 pretty soon. Yep, my pick. And it's going to be your pick. I better start thinking. And seeing as we took a week off, we watched a bunch of bunch of stuff. We so did. we got, we have a, a ton of shit to get through before yeah. we get to our movie of the week, which uh, has a special meaning, which we will talk about later, of course. Mm-hmm. But let's get into it right now. Our first movie that Jessalyn and I watched is... The first one is Scare Package. This Scare was a Package. Joe Bob. Yes. Um, it was a, an anthology movie with a wraparound story, like within a wraparound story. <laughs> which yeah. sort of works. I was a little confused, but I was entertained by the dude in both wraparound right, stories. Yeah. I thought he was funny. Uh, yeah, this one was released the same night as Hogzilla, but it took a while for Shudder to put it online after it first aired. Right. And it was also a movie that Joe Bob was in and hadn't been screened before. This was at, uh, this played at some film festival, I forgot which one, but it had been out before and people had seen it. Mm-hmm. So, But this was the first time for like the mass audiences of Shudder to see. Right. <clears throat> and it was fun. I had a really good time. I liked yeah, it a lot. It plays it for laughs, definitely. Yes. And yeah. I chuckled a few times. It was funny. They had a good uh, a good time with it. The one, one of the best ones was the ooze one where people were turning into slime. And yes. Shit. That was fucking hilarious. And it was great. Uh, so yeah, I enjoyed this one a lot. It was yeah. it was fun. It was it was a good Joe Bob movie to have. Agreed. Because he puts a lot of good ones on there. And, and movies that... Won't be shown anywhere else. Right, yeah. When would you get a chance to see that movie? Or, like, a movie like Pieces. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 Are we like, going to go there next? Yeah, we'll Let's go there next, because that was another Joe Bob movie from the first season that we... I don't believe I watched... No, it wasn't from the first season. I want to say it was from the first, uh, like, horror-thon he had. Okay. Or, uh, like, 24-hour one, I believe. He got all misty, like he thought it was over. And right. And started to freak out, like, when is this? It's not over. <laughs> And I was like, well, this is before the first season even yeah. came out, so no one knew how big it was going to be and how far it was going to go, so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was, it was cool, and uh, I enjoyed it, um, I'm still talking about the, the anthology, but Blood uh, right. Pieces over pieces. here, moving on, oh man, uh, I think it was, slasher movie, yeah, and it was, I don't, yeah. don't have actually too much criticism of it, because this is a movie done by... A guy uh, uh, from Madrid, and yeah. they directed a movie about American people, and he really didn't know too much about American about people. An American <laughs> college, yeah. an American college. So it, it reminds me a lot of the uh, Troll Two about how yes. that guy thought he knew fucking what America was like, right. and so he what made Americans a movie. Say. So yeah, it's it kind of ridiculous. We actually didn't finish it. Um, 
And if you hadn't told me it was a guy from Madrid, I would have thought that it was an Italian slasher film because mm-hmm. the women don't defend themselves at all. They mm-hmm. just scream in a corner until they're brutally mu- murdered. Topless, too. Topless, lots that. of boobs. So yeah, That's why I don't have too much bad to say about this movie. Yeah. Oh, but the reason that I wanted to talk about it, even though we didn't finish it, was because, so for our anniversary was yesterday. Yes. We'll get into that a little bit more. Uh But the present that I got you, go ahead. Was a, um, one of our pals here on the show, uh, Tyrell, been on quite a few times, um, Jessalyn commissioned an artwork piece from him, because he's an artist, and um, it was for our anniversary, and it was a, a movie poster of Pod People um, done in his vision, and uh, through Jessalyn also, I uh, her direction. I sent him screenshots. He'd never seen it. Yeah, I'm not sure if he... I, it seemed... The way he put it together, I feel like he did watch it. He ended up watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks awesome, though. It's uh, amazing. Uh, it'll He's be up on the page. The Simon in it and the camper. But, uh, so I wanted to talk about pieces because there are two actors from Pod People that are in pieces. At least two that we that we recognize. Yeah, two that least. we recognize. I'm I sure there are what more. The connection was because well, I was telling you earlier that in a lot of these different countries they'll have uh, actors who speak English, either right. from like England or right. from America, and then that's how they could work is that they work out mm-hmm. there and get these English speaking roles if they're going to be um, English speaking movies, and so they'll. they'll be integrated in there and not have to worry about unions and shit because they're they're there, you know, so they don't have to bring over more actors, more American actors or English actors or whatever. And then they're dubbed over anyway. Yeah, exactly. their accents are so thick. Yeah, Yeah. so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the guy from Pod People, the It Stinks guy, was in it. Right. And his voice was completely different. (laughs) Yes, it was. Uh, Pieces, though. Pieces. Check it out. (laughs) Larry says, check it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, no, I'm saving that one for last. Okay. Next up, uh, we watched King of Staten Island. It's about mm. nine hours long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like Pete Davidson. I know. You have an un- unhealthy obsession with that dude. I don't think it's unhealthy. <laughs> I like him. I think he's funny. I uh-huh. feel like maternal towards him because he does not seem okay. And I just want him to be okay. And, like, his stand-up was sort of funny but also very lazy. Like, I hope he cleans up his act. <laughs> literally (laughs) and is as funny as I know he can be Mm -hmm. so this was a Judd Apatow this was your run-of-the-mill you know uh, man-child movie the ones that Judd Apatow loves to do and this Mm -hmm. is no exception but we laughed consistently through it yeah I thought it was yeah I thought it was funny isn't that like laugh out loud hilarious there are funny parts in it and funny instances in this movie but all in all, it is more of a serious film and dealing with a lot of different issues. It is. <clears throat> so people know that Pete Davidson's dad died in 9-11. Uh-huh. They changed that story a little bit because this is loosely based on his life. He, right. His dad just died in a fire. And I feel like if you had said he died in 9-11, that would have been the whole focal point of the movie. And right. And lost all your direction. So he yes. died in a fire. Um, he's 26 years old, living at home. Um and he just like has to grow up and it's also a portrayal that he does he's bipolar mm-hmm. so it's a portrayal of him dealing with his bipolar issues which i think sort of shines a light on what that can be like right yeah um a little bit i felt like pete davidson sort of played it like a petulant child true a yeah. lot of instances i just wanted to slap him and be like sit down and shut up <laughs> grow up <laughs> well, i think that's kind of the point of the movie yeah. though too is to 
to point out all of these things, but then again, say like, hey, people have issues, and it's not so easy to, right. to deal with these things for certain people. You know, it's it, it's something that for generations has been, you know, like just get over it already, like yes, you know, toughen up and everything. That's what it's been like, and now like things have come out more a lot more mm-hmm. studies and there's a lot more video out there of things so people can can kind of respect that not everyone has it together like you do kind of thing right absolutely and they shouldn't be put down for that you know and it doesn't necessarily make them weak people agree so, um but i yeah i think bill burr was was great in this movie I really <laughs> do too. and he is like at his bill burriest in this first scene. <laughs> yeah which, <laughs> which was funny it was hilarious yeah then you know he calmed down and everything yeah. and, and like you know he's a pretty good actor you know he's yeah. he's been in quite a few things mm-hmm. if you think about it so yeah it was he like, comes off very likable in this not mm, always but yeah, he's yeah. not always supposed to be right exactly yeah. and then everyone yeah everyone doesn't isn't necessarily likable right all the time in this movie except one person which is the the pete davidson's friend or girlfriend or yeah. whomever and marissa tomei and yeah his mom right yeah. but yes his girlfriend is great right and then that whole relationship too is really great i, mm-hmm. I, I like that and this is a really good movie i yeah. enjoyed it a lot i had a good time um, it's too long. It's two hours and 20 minutes, I think. But most of his movies are about that yeah. long. And I think we keep going back to these movies, though, too, is that they are good. And I think the extended length really does help flesh out things a lot more. I agree. It's the heart that keeps me coming back to yes. shut up town movies. And, and his it, movies do have a lot of heart. Yeah, a lot of heart and they're long as fuck. But I think they need to be that way. Yeah can't cram all that shit and you know you cut out a lot of stuff and so but anyway um yeah i i recommend the king of staten island uh ending was great i liked a lot and just it, it was a, it was a pretty tight film yeah so, recommend definitely. recommend that one mm-hmm. next up we watched uh so let's do once upon a time in hollywood i only watched the last half hour of it and <laughs> <laughs> no, i watched it. the entire three hour yeah. thing so you go first because i only know the last so, <laughs> uh, so this is the Tarantino's last movie. It came out a year ago, and I finally I sat down and I watched it because I got I gotta watch it. <laughs> like I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I didn't go see it in the theaters because I didn't care. You didn't care, so, and, yeah. and that's how it usually is with you with Quentin Tarantino movies. You just don't give a fuck, and Not- then you watch them, and then you're like, "Wow, oh, was really fucking good," <laughs> kind of thing. But I don't feel that way about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't feel that way anymore about Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. That I always have problems with Tarantino films, but I don't hate them, I guess, as much as I anticipate. Right, and and you you said you don't like how they they play with history. I don't, and we watched this show. We watched Half in the Bag, where uh, one of the critics talked about making Hitler or making the Manson family look like bumbling buffoons to uh-huh. take all the power away from them. And yes, I don't disagree that that's what it does. I feel like I'm completely hijacking this conversation. Go for it. No. I just, it bothers me a little bit. I know it's a movie. Mm -hmm. I I can feel like Quentin Tarantino coming at me right now. I know it. I get it. And if people love it, that's great. But I don't necessarily like you playing around with history like that. It didn't bother me as much as Inglorious Bastards. But in this, Sharon Tate's character is so marginalized she barely has any lines Mm -hmm. um and then the whole joke is that the manson family doesn't actually come for her they come for leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt Mm -hmm. and then that's the farcical fight scene Mm -hmm. where they kill all the cultists Mm -hmm. 
okay. and uh, Margot Robbie, Sharon Tate gets to live. And I just feel like, I think this movie would have been just as good if you just made it a cult that represents the Manson family and uh-huh. a blonde actress that might represent Sharon Tate. Uh-huh. And then not make it a toying with history at all. That's how I felt. Okay. I like the toying with history thing. Yeah. I like how you're, you're getting a different story because while you're watching this movie, which you really didn't do. No, I didn't. You didn't want, you caught right. half of it mm-hmm. and you didn't see all the other parts with Margot Robbie. You didn't yeah. see all the parts with uh, Roman Polanski, he has no lines in the movie, really. really? Yeah, <laughs> no lines. And I think Quentin Tarantino did that because those characters are real. And that's real shit that's happened. And how it's a bit more difficult to write for that to try and get in the spirit of who that person really is. I see what you're saying. But if you get these two characters that didn't exist and you put the movie on their back, you then it's kind of endless in what you can do because these guys are, are made up. You can right. just... And work off of them. Um, and the part with, uh, like, Margot Robbie not having any lines, like I said, it's just like, it, you, it's hard to write for, for people who've lived in a movie like this and try and keep it serious. Right. And this movie is serious at parts, and there is a lot. Well, if you watch this whole movie from beginning to end. And I might. You'll see that you think this movie's going to go in some direction. And you're, and Throughout the film, you're kind of just like, all right, it's going to happen. This is going to happen. I know what happens. Like, because if you know the history of the Manson family and what happens, you know what's going to happen. And right. You think you know what's going to happen in this happen. movie. And right at the end, it takes that right turn and it makes it kind of goofy and funny. Yeah. And I, I really like that. And it's the same thing that he did with Inglorious Bastards. I like how he changed it and just had fun with something else. And, 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 Kind of, kind of uh, swerved you a little bit yeah, there with and it. Makes Hitler look like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why I kind of liked. I liked this movie. Uh, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it just start to finish again. Kind of what I did. I took like a twenty minute break in between, mm-hmm. but I do want to watch this whole thing again. Brad Pitt's fucking awesome. He's in this movie. great. Yeah. I don't have to see the whole movie to know that. Yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> the whole Bruce Lee scene is great. A lot of cool stuff happening. Leo's okay in a movie. Um, I thought what I saw was very good. Yeah, he actually, was fine. Because uh, he could have played that role like a pompous jerk. And he actually right. plays it kind of vulnerable. And yeah, insecure. yes, yes, he does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he did a good job. Pacino was in it, did a good job. Really small roles for a lot of these actors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I, I like the swerves. <laughs> I like the changing of history. And, and I just think it's... We're, we're, I'm not getting that same thing that I thought I was going to get. Yeah. Because, yeah, that tension in, in this movie is just, I mean, it just, because you think you know what's going to happen. And right. if you know what ha- actually happened. So I, I recommend this movie. I would recommend it too. And when you watch it again, I'll watch the whole thing with you. Okay. I like Tarantino movies. Yeah. It's just that those elements of Tarantino movies where I'm like, oh, do I really even want to watch this now? <laughs> Stuff like that. Sorry, I can hear him shouting in my face. <laughs> canceled. You're canceled. All right. Uh, next. next. Extracurricular. Extra. This was an obscure horror movie that I plucked out of Amazon. Yeah. That turned out to be pretty good. It wasn't bad because I didn't know what to expect from this movie. Yeah. And it kept... Being different from what I was expecting throughout the film, it I you know I've I've seen a lot of movies and I can kind of tell where they're going most of the time. And this movie I couldn't tell. I thought no. it came to a certain point in this movie to where 
it was going to be a, a your next kind of situation, and yeah. it didn't. But anyway, this movie uh, is about uh, four teenagers who uh, occasionally will will plan out an attack and murder of people. Yeah, it's their extracurricular activity. Yes, and <laughs> it's pretty much of them going through the motions of it, trying to be careful, planning it out, having some disagreements in between some of them. Um, seeing who really is a psycho in this movie mm-hmm. compared to just maybe some kids who have no direction or or need a direction in a way, so it's it. This is I recommend this. It was pretty good, uh, and yeah, it's pretty unpredictable. Yes. Where you think it will be predictable, it won't be. No, it won't be. Yeah, uh, Amazon Prime, right? Mm-hmm. For free. Yeah. Not too many actors I remember in the movie. Or, no or I one. Think. I didn't recognize anybody. Well, you said the bald sheriff was a somebody. Oh, shit. I don't even remember that guy. Well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke Goss. Right. He was in, um, he was a sheriff. He was uh, He was the bad guy in Blade. Right. Um, he was in all those Death Race movies that came out after the remake. He's in those. He usually plays a bad guy, or he's like, he's a really good B movie actor. Yeah, you'll, you'll see him a lot of B movies. He's but he, a good guy in this, but the worst cop ever. Also. Right. He's <laughs> a he was in a bunch of Del Toro movies, like Blade Two, and he was in another one. He oh he was in um, Hellboy Two. Okay. He was the bad guy in Hellboy Two. So. I've seen that once. Wait, I thought what's his name Eccleston, Christopher Eccleston was the bad guy in. Oh boy, I don't remember. He was uh, that was probably was it the first. He was, was actually like Thor. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> forget it, forget it. Lots of makeup. Uh, Robert, I want to say Robert Carlyle was Rasputin in the first one, okay. if I remember correctly, and Elboy one. But, I believe you because okay. I just went way off into Marvel yeah. territory. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know what happened. I'm back. Okay, <clears throat> extracurricular. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, recommend that one. Next is the Helen Hunt horror movie. So we listened to Attack of the Killer podcast talk about this, mm-hmm. and they recommended it. So then I was curious, because at first I was like, Helen Hunt, all right, yes. Yeah. But they liked it, so yes. they checked it out. I really liked it. Really? Yeah. Tell me, how. Well, what did you really like about it? The unpredictability, again. Yes. Now, there were some things that I guessed right, even when they were trying to throw me for a loop. I was right. still like, no, I'm still pretty sure he did this. Yes. Um, but the end came as a big surprise to me, not you. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I guess, yeah, it did. I, I didn't really see it coming. But yeah, I... But, not uh, like the end end, end, end but, but when you, you realize. When you realize yeah. what's going on, right, right, yes. Although the end end was kind of a surprise to me mm-hmm. too, yeah. But um, hey, well, tell us about this movie real quick. So this is about... Um, uh, a cop is investigating the disappearance of a child, um, and then I believe two other boys go missing. Right. Um, and without a trace, and they can't mm-hmm. find any any trace of these kids. Uh, the cop is having problems in his marriage with Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. The kid, their kid, eats from summer of '84. Is yep. Yeah, right. Hates his mom. Um, and all the while, weird things are happening in their house, like all their silverware disappears right. or. The cable guy swings by, is is leaving the house, and tells Helen Hunt, "You have a really nice daughter," and she's yeah. like, "What?" Yeah, it's like <laughs> you you're um, the kid, and that gets um, kidnapped or is missing in the beginning. You see that he's riding his bike, and all of a sudden, like he just flies, flies off backwards. of it, backwards yeah. off of it. So you're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, kind of thing. And so you're like, "Wow, okay, what's going on here?" Like 
fucking ghost. All right, here we go. Yeah, music starts playing in the house. Yeah, it's just weird stuff. Right, so you think all this different shit's going on. Uh, but then you find out differently, and yeah, this is a good, this is a pretty good movie. Cut me on my toes. Me too, I was surprised. <clears throat> Didn't know where it was going to go from there. Really knew nothing about this movie, too, going in, which really helped out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I only knew the synopsis. Oh, I didn't even know that. So yeah. that was perfect. But the synopsis is so, so vague. Like, okay. people fester over disappearing boys. That's really it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's really good. Okay. All right. We're here. Are you uh, ready? Yes. You talked me into, after watching I See You, mm-hmm. which was my pick. Yep. You talked me into watching Rambo Last Blood. Yes. And tell us, tell and please tell our fans and people who listen to the show what you thought of Rambo Last Blood. I thought it was pretty funny and entertaining. We left. It was fucking good. Just (laughs) say it. It was good. No, no, no. I never said it was good. I said I was entertained and that it was funny. (laughs) So, Rambo Last Blood. After our our former film, which was just called Rambo. Mm Mm-hmm. We see at the end of that one where he finally goes home after being away in all these different countries and Burma and shit, killing thousands of people on the way. He's back he gets, in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, he's chilling out there. Um, we see that he's been living there for what, like uh, 10, 15 years. What, since the last yeah, I mean, fucking Rambo movie came out? He's got like this stepdaughter type. Oh, no, it's... Call him, she calls him uncle. Right, so he's... He, she was a little kid. Right. So yeah. he kind of was like an adoptive kind of uncle father to yeah. this girl whose mother died and her father left. Uh, and she was kind of just stuck with her grandmother. So he kind of would pitch in, raised her and everything. We could just see this throughout. Works around the house. Right. Yeah. So, um, but then she finds her father in Mexico mm-hmm. and goes to track him down even though uh rambo tells her don't do that you know he's a piece of trash kind of thing <laughs> you know he's <laughs> telling her and but she still goes of course and she ends up getting kidnapped by sex traffickers yeah her dad is a piece of trash uh-huh. and then her friend who also turns out to be a piece of trash right. uh lures her to a club where she gets kidnapped by sex uh, traffickers, traffickers. Yeah. yes uh, and then that's when rambo goes into mexico and tries to get her back uh, first he gets the shit kicked out of him, then he, later he teams up with Paz Vega, who I didn't even recognize. I had to look her up. I yeah. knew she looked familiar, like, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's been a long time, I Yeah, think. it has been. She's a reporter, and she's been tracking down these sex traffickers, because her, uh, sister or daughter or whatever was, sister. was, uh, was killed by them eventually, mm-hmm. so she tells Rambo, like, where she's probably being held, and you shouldn't just kind of walk into a place, like, here's a plan, and he execute this plan he kills all these sex trafficker people takes her uh his adoptive daughter and takes her back to america she's been drugged and fucked and everything so she dies on the way back yeah. to um to new mexico it's like a heroin o- overdose, overdose yeah. Been, yeah. something like that so he's pissed and he knows that um they're going to be coming for him because before he left he saw that one of the lead head sex trafficker guys that beat the fuck out of him earlier and wanted to kill him earlier is here also so mm-hmm. we see that this guy is in the shower and one of the next scenes we see is that um the drug cartel is um back at this sex trafficking hotel and the police are all there 
and we see that his brother, the head sex trafficking guy's head, is gone. He'd been decapitated, yep. and then we get a following scene of, of Rambo throwing his decapitated head out the window. <laughs> window. And then we get the Home Alone montage, yes. Rambo edition. Yes, where he sets up all the different traps because he knows they're coming for him. So, well, Rambo. Well, the thing is here is that Rambo knew some shit will go down someday. Yeah. So he built like all these underground tunnels. And that's his that's his playground for all these cartel guys. Well, I thought they already existed, like no. old cartel tunnels. Or no, something. no, he because there was a line earlier. He's like, "You look dig or some shit like that," you know, oh, where, he, okay. where he talks about it. And it's a whole scene where that's like <laughs> where the girl is asking like, uh, or where she wants to go out and stuff, and he's like, "I want you to get your friends over here and go, go in the to tunnels." The tunnels. And she's like, well, "I don't think you like people in the tunnels." Like, well, your friends, I trust them, you know, this kind of thing. <laughs> so they party down there. Everything's cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, Rambo, Last Blood, thumbs up for me, Check of it course. Out. It's <laughs> fucking, it's, come on, this movie was awesome. It the, was fun. The violence gets completely cartoony, and yes. if there's any group of people that I want to see get butchered horribly, it's sex traffickers. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I would probably rank this one... In the Rambo movies, there's what, five movies. You said this was your favorite. No, no, no. You said that. Not, no, I said the one prior to it is my favorite, and it still is. Okay. But this one is either second or third behind uh, part two. All right. Because part one and part three are okay. Part one is totally different from like all the other well, movies. That's why part one is my it's my favorite. Oh well, yeah, the best one. everyone's favorite yeah. because yeah, it's it, it's not like these movies it's at a all. Drama. It's not yeah. a farce. <laughs> I want a fucking farce, damn it! I don't need. I don't care about Rambo coming home to shit and Brian Dennehy and fucking David Caruso or whoever the fucks in this movie. I yeah. Um, check this one out. It's not like the first one. At all, yeah. no. No, it's more like the Rambo. The one prior the to one this prior one, prior with yes. Julie Benz, so, but yeah. funnier. Because sex traffickers. I don't know, this last, <laughs> the, the one prior to that, a lot of people exploded, and they were, well, they weren't necessarily sex trafficking, but they were, there was a lot of... They pro- bad people. Prostitution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were That's horrible. And don't worry, though, no, Rambo takes care of all of them. He, he, he kills. He always does. Yeah. A 50 cal gun, he annihilates a bunch of dudes. <laughs> check it out. Check out that one. Uh, so pretty much check out all these movies, except for... No, check them all no, out. check Look them it. all out. They're all good. We still have to finish... Um, pieces. Pieces, but other than that, and you gotta finish Once Upon a Time, so... Yeah, well, I have to start it. Start I it. I did finish it. <laughs> finish starting it. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2005 horror film Venom. 
Not the Venom from fucking Marvel. Nope, this is not the 2018 Venom. Venom. <laughs> Venom from 2005 horror movie about snakes and turning people into big hulking venomous Evil guys. Souls and voodoo. Right. Should we even call it voodoo anymore? I feel like there's something that we should actually call it that's legit. I thought voodoo was legitimate. I don't know. I mean, I wonder if that's... Voodoo's legitimate. Who said voodoo isn't voodoo? I just feel like that's slang that maybe we should It's not slang. (laughs) It's a word from that country. It's called voodoo. Just making sure. Which country? Haiti? Haiti, yes. Where it was invented. Or took place or whatever. Anyway. It seems like a stupid white word that white people would use. Well, you're 100% wrong. (laughs) I'm glad. Okay. Voodoo. Voodoo. Um, yeah, okay, so this, this, this movie isn't very good, but the reason why we're doing it is because this is the first movie Jessalyn and I saw in a theater together mm-hmm. back in 2005, that's when we met. So, uh, our anniversary was a few days ago, so I was like... It was yesterday. I, our anniversary was yesterday, I'm sorry. So I was like, alright, you know, we should watch Venom, but then before I can even say that, Jessalyn texted me saying we should watch Venom, so, you know, okay, well, let's watch Venom. And, uh, wow, yeah, man, this movie isn't very good. No. Uh, just but like that, I remember. I mean, it's not the first time we've decided to do this on our anniversary. I know that. We, I've seen this movie three times now. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think I've seen it more than that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> last time we put it on together, I was just like, wow, this is so unbelievably bad. I don't... Yes. I remember thinking it was kind of fun mm-hmm. when we saw it in the theaters, but I was very young. I think it was fun because it was bad and it's yeah. that it, it, it could have been better if they had some good kills and gore in it i think it would have been good might have been good literally kill all the black people the, the first <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later kills. all right before we get into the, all this uh like okay, racist right. shit and voodoo and stuff let's go through the story and then let's yeah we'll go it. through the that okay um so um this movie takes place in louisiana or in the swamps and everything. There's a uh, this trucker, uh, kind of like a towman, a tow guy. Yeah. He um, he's like the town fuck up kind of thing. Or no, he's a scary guy in the town. At the gas station. And the, yeah. he owns a gas station and everything. So nobody usually fucks with him. He doesn't usually fuck with anyone else. You know, it's just one of those kind of guys. People snicker at him and everything. Well, it, it actually starts with. Um, the lady, the voodoo old lady, mm-hmm. who does voodoo on, and then puts stuff in a suitcase. Mm-hmm. That's how it starts. Right, right. I know. I was just kind of getting like the whole Sorry, part go ahead, of please. yeah. Unless you want to hear, actually, no. Yeah, this you should. You got it. You got it. Are you this. sure? Uh huh. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm done. You're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. So anyway, this guy, guy Ray, right? That's his name, right? Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, has the car and everything. We're, we're introduced to him, and. Um, we, we meet a bunch of other these young teenagers because, of course, this is a, a slasher movie. We need teenagers because when do slasher movies work when we don't have teenagers or college right. kids? It usually doesn't work out very well. So we're introduced to a bunch of kids and everything. Your usual setup for, like, your horror movie. And interspliced with that, of course, we're, we're, we're introduced to uh, this voodoo woman who we don't know exactly yet. But we can concur that's kind of what she's doing. Infer, yes. Um, yeah, and for I'm sorry. Um, we see that she has a suitcase with her, and we don't know exactly what's in the suitcase, but it's not good, considering we see like what she's been doing and right. all the candles and all the pentagrams and crap going on in her house. 
So we know that she's around and she has a suitcase and that she's driving somewhere and then she tends to go drive somewhere. Um, back to the kids, we know that there's your usual high school drama bullshit, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're moving away to go to college, stay in this town, kind of garbage. Um, our two our two main characters are protagonists. Um, first girl's name, what's her name again? Uh, Agnes Bruckner. Um, Eden is her name, yeah, right? Yeah, Eden is her name in the, sh- in the movie. Eden right? and Eric are so our main characters yeah. for the most part here. Or at least the characters we're supposed to be behind in this movie. Right. Um, they're not getting along because she's going to move out of town and he kind of wants her to stay or he's just getting upset that she's leaving mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, he pulls her over on the bridge to talk to her. She's on a bike. He's driving a car. And while they're talking about all this, Ray comes by too and, you know, sees what's going on. You know, he wants to make sure everything's all right with her. You know, he's not a complete piece of shit, is, is, I right. think is what we're kind of getting he's from not, this. He's not, yeah. He's an all right guy. Uh, but during this time, we, um, Ray starts to move off the road. Everyone starts to move off the road. But that's when our voodoo lady starts coming down the street and they get into a little bit of a collision. She drives off the road a little bit. Um, Ray gets her out of the car. It's over a bridge. Yes, yes over a bridge. Um, gets her out of the car safely, but she says that there's like a suitcase in her back and to get it out. So he goes to go get the suitcase in the back. And before he can grab it, two snakes pop out of it and start to attack him. And he goes over the edge, plunks right into like a, I don't know, a swamp. A swamp, yeah. And it is attacked by these snakes and becomes Mr. Venom. And <laughs> we learn that uh, this voodoo lady is actually, has cured evil men before by extracting the evil out of them with snakes. Right. And so all the evil of these sna- are in these snakes and then they bite Ray. So he is evil from hundreds of bad people inside yeah. of him. And that's our monster in this right. movie. Mm-hmm. To where he goes around just killing people. It doesn't matter who they are. There's really no... I don't know. Uh, He's after Megan Good because it uh, was her grandmother. So they wanted... So Venom wanted to come back and kill everyone in that family. Right. Yeah. That's Um, his only motivation. Otherwise, he's definitely the Jason of this movie. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But, um... So he ends up killing everyone... One by one, all the way to the end, and everything was the usual slasher. But there's really no like good kills. There's a okay ones, but they really don't go graphic with it. Yeah. They tease it a lot. I thought I remembered it being gorier. Yeah, I thought it's it was really not. It, it isn't. And there's one scene where I thought this movie can be badass if they showed this. And there's the Bijou Phillips scene where yeah. she gets stuck under the truck, mm-hmm. and he has that one sandblaster thing, and he. Shows like him blasting the side of the car. <laughs> and it blasts all the paint off the car. And you're like, oh fuck, that's what he's gonna do to her. And then they just cut away. And she's like, dude, you gotta show that kind of stuff, man. You can't pull away yeah. from that. I did notice later on you do see her dead body and you get a glimpse of her horribly mutilated oh, face. Yeah? But it's really, really quick. quick. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they did shoot it and then mm-hmm. cut it out. I don't know. But, uh, so that's that's pretty much our movie. And yeah. um, Aaron and, I mean, Eden and Eric make it to the end until Eric, uh, Eden makes a noise in this coffin because the Venom guy is collected. <laughs> and then, like, Eric is still alive because he gets taken to this coffin or this, oh, oh, uh, uh, sepulcher. 
sepulchre. There is sepulchre. The La Croix sepulchre. La Croix sepulchre. And she makes a noise and he covers for her and he ends up getting stabbed in the head. And he's doing like this ritual or anything and uh, she ends up getting away and like trapping him in the sepulchre. Uh, and she escapes, but he gets out too, and then she rams him with the, his big truck later on, mm-hmm. and it explodes his ass all over the place. Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically it. It, it. There's nothing really, nothing really that comes out in this movie. Nothing that stands out. Make uh, you can tell it apart from some no. other shitty slasher movie. Other than there's this alligator man in it. You don't care about the character. No, you don't. Um, all aside from Megan Good, who also dies. The first three black people you meet are the first three to die. <laughs> right. Including Method Man. One, two, three. Actually, the first, f- the first four out of five people are black. Oh, yeah, the grandma. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I think my answer to this is, one, they're in Louisiana. Okay. Two, you just said that he's out trying to kill her family, and her family is black, so might as well start with the black characters. That That's... Bullshit. <laughs> you know, and to your first point, you said that yesterday, yeah. and I said, "Okay, then make it an all-black cast." Right, which they should have done. Problem solved. Yeah, yeah. should have, which yeah, should have been done anyway, but mm-hmm. wasn't. But yeah, so you're run-of-the-mill. Um, it seemed very '90s, even though it's 2005, especially in light of all the black characters dying I th- first. I think that this movie might have been on the shelf for a while, even. Who really? knows? It could have been. Because this. Agnes Breckner woman. Did we ever see her again? No. She's pretty, like, she sort plain. Of, yeah. Showed up and She is not plain. You're crazy. She, as an actress, yes, plain. What, as, as, like, looking? Yeah, I think she's very pretty. What, our lead character? Yeah. Oh, plain Jane. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, that's because Lauren Ashley is in it, and you... Laura Ashley. Laura Ramsey. Yes, yeah. Laura Ramsey. Laura Ramsey's in this movie, and if you know who she is, she's from The Ruins. Mm-hmm. She's great and, in that. Yeah, and she shows movie. her boobies in that movie, and I think that's probably why I like her a lot more in this movie. Um, but, yeah, um, I would say it's, this... This movie's a pass unless you want to make fun of it. Yeah, definitely. It just holds a little bit of nostalgia for the two of us because it was the first one we ever saw in the theaters. Right. And, and we were both like, yes, let's go see this, this stupid be- slasher. Yes, and I knew, I I thought it might be okay. I thought <laughs> it might be fine. But I was wrong. It was... No. Yeah. You were wrong. But I, I love that it wasn't as though one of us was dragging the other to the movie. No, no, was this like, was like, yes. yes. see this one. We're fucking seeing this movie. <laughs> And before, like, I was hanging out with my uncle, I think, the week before it opened, too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, man, I wish it was opening this weekend. And it never did. But then I got Aww. to see it with you. So yeah. it was even, even better. But, yes, um, I think that's about it for this episode. I hope you yeah. enjoyed uh, it more than probably Venom. God. Uh, and don't worry about, I mean, you're never going to, we found it because I yes. had to buy it on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube was the only place we could find it right yeah. now. And I'll actually keep this discussion the next week, uh, for okay. next week's episode, just about how um, lately on streaming services, episodes of TV shows are being taken down yeah. and are being either censored right. or just completely just removed. removed. But um, I will have my take on this 
next week. Okay. So uh, come join us, and thanks for hanging around this time, and we will be back next week. Thanks for listening.